references and things I can't talk about. Oh, I came close. No, sir. No, because I don't want to get cancelled, pulled off the air. Even with controversial topics, I think everything should be conversed about. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for joining us today on the Journey Podcast, brought to you by The Everything. I'm your host, Manuel Akure. Hope you enjoy. Peace. It has been, what, an hour now? Something like that, yeah. Something We've already up. talked about all the good stuff. Yeah. It's just going to be well, the weather from now nice on. Nice boys and girls, I guess we're going to call it a cut here. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's start off with who, who you are. Who are you? Right, oh, fuck. Um, Kai, <laughs> I'm Kai. Um, yeah, Kai Olsen, 26 years mm. old, in, as of 2020, um, okay. in Bath, England. Uh, I'm a painter, mm. um, skateboarder, um, indulgent, uh, hedonistic maniac. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, man, I went with all of the freaking clicks. Um, that's crazy. Where do we hmm. even start with that? The maniac side, let's start with that. You're going to get me fucking spilling, spilling beans on myself. Um, jokes. Um, just, just a bit more background to how we met. Mm -hmm. So. That was a few about, days ago. Funny enough, a couple days before that. Oh, sure, at the skate park. Saw you at the skate park, yeah, and I was like, "What the frick? This guy's bizarre <laughs> at doing all this like oh, thank flips you, and like obviously me being new to um everything in that skate world, mm -hmm. well not everything, most things. It's like I have all my friends that are saying all these names of tricks. Yeah, yeah, it's a different and I'm language, like, man. Yo, what the frick is that? Sure. But then he goes into the bowl, and I'm like. <laughs> What the frick is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but yeah. that looks so freaking cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, like, initially I was like, bruh, you're freaking sick of this. How long have you been doing this? Nice. And you mentioned it was like, what, about... Ten years now. Ten years, yeah. 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 Like, ten that years. is crazy. <laughs> That's a shitter. long time. It's <laughs> a long time to be freaking rolling. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you know, it's a very... Um, it's. You, teenage thing you start out with your yeah. mates you're re you're rebelling you're fucking you know doing yeah whatever the fuck you want you don't want to be um if you're not into the the rugby team or the football yeah. team in school you sort of find your own way to release all that energy mm. i guess yeah. yeah that's really sick dude and then a couple of days afterwards i was skating back from the skate park mm. and after having one of my isolation sessions at kfc nice <laughs> finished yeah. stuff in my face and i'm like <laughs> skating back home and I see a bunch of these guys shooting, like, a skate video. Yeah, you ran into the whole crew. Till today, I'm not fully certain what the skate video was about, but it looked uh -huh. freaking crazy. Yeah, that's something we got and in the works at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And we, obviously, we can't give you guys any sneak peeks because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's top but, secret. Yeah. Now, the video is, is called Playmore. Um, oh, sick. Yeah, with um, Avenue Skateboards. Avenue. The, the homie Alex hooks us yeah. all up and... Um, yeah, he's all over the country, man. He's zipping up and down in his Audi, fucking meeting all the different, like, crews that he knows Bruh. across the country. And, yeah, we're skating and we're filming. He seems dope. Yeah. Got a chance to chat with him. It, um, and meet the other guys and, like, mm -hmm. all very sound. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that, for me, actually um, made it easier for me to get into the skateboarding community. Because yep. yep. it's, like, that whole thing of you see people on wheels from afar and... Everyone yeah. just looks so intimidating. <laughs> it's like, frick, that guy's got his whole cool attire out. 
He's doing all these crazy tricks. He's like it can just be, sure. near missing cars. He looks like a psychopath. <laughs> but then you start chatting to them and you're like, yo, mm. like mm. everyone here is a weirdo, but just they're really cool weirdos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> There's a common thread there. <laughs> exactly. And like <laughs> me being a weirdo, yeah. I was like, damn, I want to be a cool weirdo. So let's <laughs> get involved. It. Yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So we got chatting there. Mm. And then I found out you paint. That's right. And I was like, yeah. Mad. I mean, I'm not surprised that you're creative because For I've sure. noticed that's been a pattern with a lot of skateboarders Absolutely. as well. Yeah, yeah. Is especially within the media side, as far as like filming and photography, mm -hmm. you would find mm -hmm. a lot of people creating skate clips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So everyone's geared in that way. After all, I feel like skateboard is an art. Skateboarding is an art. Absolutely. It's almost like choreographed. Yeah, without tricks. a doubt. I mean, there's no objective like in a team sport. Yeah. You don't have to like one up your opponent with a certain amount of scores or yeah. whatever. Um, everyone has their own interpretation of it. Mm. You, you start with the same baseline wheels on a on a board, yeah. and then um, it's what you make of it. Yeah. And, and and the diversity is amazing. You know, you get right. you get people that are like jumping down huge flights of stairs, but then you know other people that are building these contraptions out of their yeah. skateboards, and then a mini skateboard folds out of it, and it like all spins yeah. and, and just you know, it's it's, it's, it's really crazy. Mm. And it again, it just made it a lot more welcoming as far as like getting that conversation started because me being more of a creative, um, well, I say more of a creative, but that's what I do primarily and what's that, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. most people know me for. Yeah. It's like, it just created a common ground that a conversation could start off of. Mm. Because yeah, like always. usually that's the hardest part. It's like carrying on the conversation is probably not as hard as starting it. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. like, yeah, Damn, yeah, yeah. I don't know who this person ice, is. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How, how do we break that ice type thing? I mean, I find that um, skateboarding can even transcend that. Like, yeah. it can transcend conversation. I've been mm. in um, foreign countries, not speaking the language. You go to the right. local park and, like, you Maybe. you can instantly tell what the dude's all about just by the way that they're, like, Maybe. doing their thing. Yeah, for mm. sure. And you can play a game of skate and, like, before you know it, your homies, you're high-fiving right. these people. And, like, you can't even like, speak a lick of the exactly. word. <laughs> we don't understand what we're saying, but we're yeah. communicating regardless. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that's that's super sick, and yeah, that's where our conversation started off mm -hmm. of. And um, going more onto the painting side, it was like, damn, like, yeah, stereotypically. And, and I always try to be aware of the um, how things could seem stereotypically mm -hmm. because I know everything I do for the longest time, people are like, oh snap, when I look at you, I don't see that, like, right, right, and right. it's like. Half of the time, like, a lot of those stuff I should be offended by. But, <laughs> but like, a lot of the time, I, I see the plays that, like, stereotypes play mm -hmm. um, in just society at large and just general human, being human. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's always really interesting where you see individuals who stereotypically wouldn't operate in a space, mm -hmm. thriving in that space. And not only doing that, but just doing that on like on their own terms yeah. and stuff like that. And Are you referring to like me as an artist? Or yeah, like, like, like initially knowing that, sure, um, sure. already thinking that you were creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I wonder what kind of creative he uh -huh, is. Uh -huh. If that's graffiti, if that's sure, yeah, this, yeah. if that's this. And yeah, usually yeah. with skateboarding, people would have like the top three. They're probably photography, video and graffiti. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like at the top of that chain. And as yeah. soon as I saw some of your work, I was like, yo, like this is wild. It is very, um, you know, I'm punching for the for the high art, the fine yeah. art, and um, maybe in some ways I am still stuck with like my street urchin 
urban mm. self. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's me and I can't avoid that. Yeah. Um, and if that means the work that I'm making is like a pastiche of the real thing, yeah. fuck it, I can't avoid yeah, that either. That's just who I am. Mm. But I mean, I, I, I feel in many ways I am the stereotype. I am the cliche, like, um, you know... I'm out here in the, in this in this country studio, sort of um, just living that life to the fullest. And mm. I think that it, it's just as much about who you are outside of your work yeah. um, than it is. The pictures are almost secondary, you yeah. know. Um, so I feel like character plays a lot into sort of mm. what you make. Else. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's really dope. <laughs> but let's let's take a couple steps further back and mm. and kind of map out how you got here. Like, right. first of all, this is a bizarre studio. <laughs> like, I've it's literally something. been saying it since I got here. Got yeah. here um, just about an hour ago and a bit. And um, he gave me a little tour of the space mm -hmm. and everything that's going on around it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's how dreamy. much land there is. <laughs> and I was just mentioning how it, it feels, yeah, like mm. very dreamy. It's like, mm -hmm. yo, how the freak did you find yourself here? Yeah. But, um... That is besides the point because the most important thing, at least for me, is like the art. How did you mm -hmm. find yourself mm -hmm. in this space mm -hmm. with, yep. with art being such a huge thing to you? For Where sure. did that start? Well, I always, you know, I always made images. I was always crafty in that sense. Mm. Um, you know, some of my earliest uh, memories are with a brush in hand and like chucking some primary colors down. Yeah. Uh, taking it to the teacher and they're like, oh, no, 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 go and do this. Um, I've still got some of those paintings now. No way. Um, and that just never stopped. And, mm. you know, I was for a long time trying to figure out which discipline that would, like, bleed into, whether I would go into tattooing, because, um, you know, I was always that kid uh, in school, panel over your arms, and, like, the other kids would line up at lunchtime and I'm there doing all these custom pieces. Um, so I thought that that's what I was going to be doing. Then... Um, I started making images with computers for a long time, so I thought maybe I'd be going into graphic design. Um, but then it kind of all came full circle, and I realized, like, what is it, like, what is the most purest form of what I'm doing if I could do whatever I want? Um, and art to me growing up was always this kind of uh, unattainable, like, lofty, um, academic yeah. thing that's, like, shrouded in, in, in this, like, industry that's completely impenetrable. Mm. Um, and then it kind of clicked one day, oh, oh wait, like, it's just a bunch of dudes doing exactly what what they want to um, and what comes like most naturally to them. So I kind of, yeah, at that point realized making art was the purest form of like what I wanted to do deep down. And yeah, I just committed to it pretty hard at that point. Um, I remember watching a documentary on Jean-Michel Basquiat. Um, and although I'm not like a sort of homeless street urchin in the 80s drinking wine with winos. Like, I can relate in that, like, I kind of felt like I come from... I mean, you know, we're in Bath, so there's, yeah. there's practically no underclass whatsoever, but I, I feel like I come from, um, yeah, like a sort of um, less... Um, I have less power in this world, so... Mm. Yeah, um, I really related to what happened to him, the way that he like transcended the culture that he came yeah. from um, and, and was listened to. Like, he was given a voice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in this documentary, you know, he meets uh, his dealer, she takes him in, gives him a space to work, mm. um, and it goes from there. And I just remember thinking, like, yeah, that'll be sick, like, to, yeah. to meet someone that wants to support my work. 
um, and and enables me to do it. Yeah. And literally a few months later, here I was um, right. in the studio. You know, I, I reached out to the family here. They've they've always liked the stuff that I do, and I said, mm. "Do you have um, do you have like a spare room or anything yeah. like I can paint in?" And um, right. yeah, they had this place lying around. Yo. <laughs> one of those speaking into existence type thing for real man yeah um yeah so so with with regards to let's say like education wise mm. did you ever push art in that direction or, or i was super yeah. against it for a long time mm. um just as like mindless rebellion yeah. basically um be like that you know university is, is is essential for some walks of life. The way that I was looking at it was like an art degree is is is, is worthless. Like it's it's toilet paper. Um, you can teach yourself to paint. You can read about art history or all the theory and everything. Mm. Um, what job would I ever want? What where could that degree ever take me? So. I was super anti-establishment for a long time, you know, fuck the system, fuck the man. Right. Um, and, and, like and try to do it, yeah. Um, whereas now I'm going to be starting a course at Camberwell, um, oh. so I'm going to be studying painting. But, I mean, it's that's become... That's come about as a reaction to, you know, painting here in the studio. I've... Um, I see that this is my my art education. You know, I, I taught myself YouTube videos and, and, and reading books on art history, and, like, that, that was my education in many yeah. ways. But um, here at Hodsa was so um, uh, like incubated and separated from the wider world. You yeah. know, like we were saying earlier, it's like an Alice in Wonderland yeah. rabbit hole. You go down Literally. and like the real world just just dissolves world and for sure. Disappears. Which has been great for like um, introspection and like really yeah. like you know figuring out who I am, what mm. kind of work I want to make. Um, but now I kind of, you know, I want to take it into the real world. And and yeah. since no one's going to just stumble through here and be like, oh, your work's sick. Like, yeah. I kind of need to get out there. So that's what I see, um, see what, like, studying a painting course is going to offer me because yeah. it's like uh, a step into the institution of art yeah. rather than rather than an opportunity to to learn how to paint. If you want to learn how to paint, just, just fucking go, go on YouTube. Right. There are so many videos oh. on, like, the most minute and nuanced details yeah. of painting. It's all there. Mm. Um, yeah. And and this is this is more fascinating to me as well because ever since I was younger I've always wanted to paint. Mm-hmm. That's actually probably one of the few spaces that I never really um approached seriously. Mm-hmm. Um initially, um there were talks of me getting a, a teacher, well my parents getting a teacher mm-hmm. to to take me through painting and like yep. all the different techniques and stuff yeah that's I a good way to more into the illustration side of things the nice. drawing yeah, the, yeah. um it, when i was younger i was actually doing more fine art drawing and stuff like mm. that mm. so seeing where your work is now mm-hmm. where it seems to have more of a um more of a personal approach to it yeah because like every it's really interesting like trying to differentiate between art pieces because you see certain art pieces and you're like oh yeah it's all paint yeah, like, yeah it yeah. all looks the same but like uh-huh. you could see bits and bobs and way people approach things and mm-hmm. the final pe- uh, pieces and products that mm-hmm. you see and you're like mm-hmm. yeah that's like really cool mm-hmm. and so how did you find essentially what i'm leading to is how did yeah. you find your space like within that art yeah itself? yeah yeah in many ways I'm, I feel like I'm still looking for it. Mm. Um, and maybe yeah. that's just part of the fun. It's an endless journey. 
But um, yeah, I feel like it's like what you're saying, what we're referring to is mm. the um, yeah. There's like an individual aspect to to anybody's work that in many ways you can't run away from. Yeah. Um, you can try and you know when you're starting out, the inclination is to copy other copy. artists that yeah. you admire. Um, but it's never going to be that real thing. Mm. The, then of course there comes a point when you have to like really kind of figure out what your own voice is. Um, and the only way I can describe that process is it's a little bit like um, trying to itch a scratch. It's just, it's somewhere there and you're yeah. reaching for it and you just need to find what most satisfies you. Um, you know, you, you finish it and you're just stoked. You're dancing around the studio and you're like, yes, this is it. Mm. The process of doing it, all of the stars just align and it leads into yeah. exactly like what you want to be making. Mm. Um, I feel like my work is, um, in many ways, again with like this this cliche stereotype artist yeah. character that I'm yeah. that I'm playing here. Um, it's it's almost like I've, I've sat down and closed my eyes and said to myself, um, "What does the quintessential painting look like?" Yeah. Um, you know, gold gilt frame on the wall of a museum. What is that? Um, <laughs> and you know, obviously there are examples of that throughout our history. The cliches, yeah. you know. Um, but so effectively I'm trying to nail the techniques n necessary to like render a painting that's just so unequivocally a, a painting. Yeah. And then within that find a w ways of expressing myself mm. truly and wholeheartedly. Yeah. In perhaps a slightly more subtle way. So it becomes more about what's the subject that I'm painting. Yeah. What's the context of like a series of work and then Brushwork is really important for me as well. Yeah. Like the handwriting of the thing. Yeah. Um, the application of it. When I think about making work, there's this huge, um, like almost like a torrent of energy trying to get through me. And I'm like mm. a dam. And you can only let so much so of much, that energy yeah. out at a time. And it's frustrating because like, I want it to come out fast. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, rarely spend more than 20 minutes on a painting this size, around A4. Yeah. Um, and no more than an hour on, like, you know, a full-blown, like you say, like you yeah. see, yeah, oil painting. Um, and, yeah, I want it to look like it's just been, like, unleashed, <laughs> unbridled, yeah. um, total abandon. Um, because, mm. yeah, that's, the, that's what most represents, I suppose, what I'm putting into the work. Yeah. And my energy deep down somewhere, I guess. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's actually really mad. <laughs> um, but it's a tricky process kind of finding yeah. out. There's a lot of trial and error. Um, yeah. So, like, you kind of have to try it all. I, at one point, I felt like the work that I had to make was um, super detailed, very refined. I was looking at a lot of the old masters. Yeah. And what they did with, like, biblical stories, for example, yeah. is... Um, they were able to um, to air this feeling of just um, this awe-inspiring epics yeah. that these guys were painting. Yeah. Um, the, you know, total, like, the, the choirs are blaring and the angels are blowing their trumpets and whatnot. Yeah. And it's like, and, and, and that was done, I suppose, through composition and lighting and things like that. So at first I was kind of trying to emulate those guys and create, like, really powerful, moving paintings that way. Yeah. Um, the end product may have spoken to like what I felt I was trying to get across, but yeah. the process itself wasn't satisfying me. You know, yeah. I want to be m moving. Yeah. I paint standing up and like you know with a lot of a lot of movement. Um, 
I guess a little bit like skateboarding, yeah. you know, I want it to be like fast and intense yeah. and I want to be falling over and eating shit and getting yeah. it back up going again, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. So w w with that journey from, so let's say from the time you finished uh, traditional education mm -hmm. and stepped out into this painting world, mm -hmm. got, got into this space um, and to, to this point, like between that gap. Yeah. Um, how, how have you found it dealing with balancing, I guess, social interactions? Yeah. Because I, I know for a fact, myself being an entrepreneur and freelancer, mm -hmm. it's like you, you're on this road that's seemingly very lonely. Yeah. <laughs> like very few people are on this road. Yeah, yeah. And like out of all your friends, you're probably the only one on this specific road. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, initially, I found it really challenging trying to balance those yeah. and also remain motivated while not isolating myself mm. from the individuals I feel most yeah, comfortable around. Yeah, yeah, it's around. a tightrope walk, for yeah. sure. You gotta get the balance as well. Yeah, so, so how, how did you find that? Was it challenging? Like, like, what was that like? I mean, yeah, it's similar to finding a style. I mean, I guess it's, it's still a process. Yeah. Um, there's always room for improvement. Mm. Um, at first, yeah, like coming out of education, uh, the last um, course I was on was graphic design. I was like 16 yeah. years old. Um, and the only thing I learned from that was that I didn't want to do graphic design. But <laughs> obviously, that's if, if that's what you're doing, normally you'd be in a firm or something like that. Yeah. Um, so you're around people and you work as a team. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize quite how solitary an endeavor painting is. Mm. But I had my friends around me that were all creative. Um, and I wanted this insane intrepid path that I was like embarking on like yeah. yo let's go for it big mission like you know art is notoriously um uh ridiculous uh, a pursuit yeah. like a, a, it's a pipe dream to, mm. to 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 chase this but um I managed to to drag a, <laughs> a bunch of my friends that were you know they're already doing their thing mm. they're already like going in this direction anyway mm. um but you know, at the end of the day, you're, you're always on your own path. Yeah. Um, and you can't try and carbon copy your vision yeah. onto other people. Because I think that creates conflict. You have to like, you know, respect other people's choices. Yeah. But on the whole, if like you can all be smashing it together, then great. Yeah. But yeah, no, I have painting particularly is a very um is a very selfish sport. You have to spend yeah. a lot of time by yourself. Um mm. and I have become more reclusive over the years, for sure. But that's giving me a lot more than just a bunch of like colorful pictures at the end yeah. of the day. Like I feel like that time spent has been um, as much about developing myself as it has been my style or my practice. Yeah. Um, you learn so much about yourself through not just painting, but anything that you fully dedicate yourself to and yeah. really pick apart and learn the ins and outs of the thing. Hmm. Um, you know, you, you, and then you begin to see yourself in your work stuff that you never would have thought that you were going to put into a painting like you yeah. sort of you're finishing and you'd be like holy shit like that's me like <laughs> part of me staring you back in the face mm. whether you like it or not um so i've become quite fascinated with that whole side of things the um yeah. the psyche and it's like in intrinsic link to painting yeah um and famously throughout the years you know it has been almost like a door into the subconscious yeah uh, so yeah at the same time i want my work to be about well, it's about my life and it's it's about life itself yeah. and, and the culture that I'm surrounded by. Mm. So there's nobody wants to see work 
about four walls inside, you know. This guy, you, you never leave the studio. What, yeah. what the fuck have you got to talk about? Mm. Nothing. So um, I like stepping out, forcing myself out into the world, um, and, yeah, just just experiencing mm. life. And uh, then, then you bring it back to the studio yeah. until you run out of material again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in, in, in that re uh, response, I heard more sentiments of like how how you view the world mm -hmm. um and i remember when we were in the car you were talking about how yeah, i can't remember how you phrased it but it was the idea of kind of like researching or trying to find more find out more about um the philosophical part mm. of art and in how that ties in yeah as opposed to because in the car we we're talking about kind of like the importance of our well our understanding of art being a source that you're tapping from mm -hmm. as opposed to like just creating like it's it's yeah, not yeah, a case yeah. of, of being technical with everything yeah, yeah, yeah. rather you're just yeah it's, it's a flow yeah that. for sure and you're um, yeah you like you say you tap into it and mm, um and let yeah. it flow through you i mean i don't know if i always had an inclination to um sort of study the nature of reality, pick yeah. apart the world around me. Um, but I've always, you know, I have certain themes rattling through my head uh, about things that I have no idea about, you know, like yeah. atomic st structures, <laughs> this and that. Like, I'm a physicist, but, like, I'll just be dwelling for a few days on, oh, well, you know, if, like, uh, yeah. solar systems, like, uh, one sun, the planets <laughs> go on, why a nucleus with protons and neutrons is a little yeah. bit the same, so maybe scale is infinite. Yeah. Um, and then I think through the process of learning to paint, I don't know whether, yeah, this was just part of my natural order, but um, particularly painting from life and learning yeah. and learning realism, you're really scrupulously studying colour and, 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 and light, which I, I don't know if this is just um, psychosomatic or the result of the use of psychedelics, but... <laughs> but I see color completely differently yeah. now. Like, and 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 they say, you know, painters painters do, but mm. like, I'm telling you, man, like, mud is purple, like, yeah. as fuck. Like, in any grassy field, mm. like that, it's 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 purple and green, and 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 you and you notice these things. Um, and so, then you start to wonder, mm. well, if if your perception of reality is malleable um, and subject to what you've put to your to input or to, yeah. to um, exposure, yeah. um, then then where does that end? Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, a lot of the philosophy side of things, like I was saying, tackles um, tackles these ideas. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. And and you said about um, being like cha channeling um, channeling art through you as opposed to being the one who's executing it in the first yeah. place. I don't know how all this ties together, but like, yeah, there's a lot of um, schools of thought, like, you know, Jung's idea of the collective um, subconscious. Yeah. Um, whereby we're just like little nodes, little foot soldiers um, mm. working towards like either a higher order or like that it's like a wellspring that can be tapped into. Yeah. I don't know. But um, I, I just love the, the mind exercises of all yeah. these types of things. Um, and then I'm not necessarily consciously trying to implement it into my work, but yeah. I see the connotations. And, you know, if 
if anybody wanted to draw on that and have a conversation, like I'm all about that. Yeah. But that's not necessarily what I'm going to make my work about. about. Um, I'm happy to just let it speak for itself and, mm. and, and be, it can be ornament, you know, for all I care. Like yeah. it's pretty <laughs> pictures on a wall. But, but for me, like I can, I can study it and I can read into it to, to the nth degree. Yeah. Really. And it's, um, yeah, it, while you were talking about that, it kind of reminded me um what were you saying about like seeing mud as purple yeah um, <laughs> i it's it's really interesting is that whole thing about like art being so subjective mm-hmm. and i can't remember who it was that i was talking to m- very recently we were in a freaking car yes i was talking to tom um tom nash i believe mm-hmm. um again he's from the skate park we went to london together yesterday actually mm-hmm. um and we were chatting about like just just how weird it is and crazy it is that um, the education system is has art under kind of like the same like quantifiable mm-hmm. space as something like maths or mm-hmm. physics, mm-hmm. and like it's always blown my mind because to some degree I've been affected by a wrong perception of art yeah. um, a lot of my life easily done, um, but also it's that idea of like you look at Photog- um, not photography, you look at physics yeah. um, or biology or chemistry or maths, a lot of these things are um, deal with structures, they deal with um, known facts or, or things that have been agreed in that space. Mm-hmm. And so you usually would end up with a right and wrong mm-hmm. um, answer within, within those spaces yeah. uh, till there's a new discovery. Someone or comes so- along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it messes up those <laughs> understandings of it. Uh-huh. But within the art space, technically there isn't a right or wrong. Mm. And so it's really weird that um, in the school system, you have them um, judging that art and and giving it a, a, a letter. It's like, this yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. a, a B-grade art, sure. art piece. And, and it always boggled uh, my mind because while I was in um, secondary school, so I went to uh, St. Mark's mm-hmm. here, in, here in Bath, and in the art class, luckily I was able to have art teachers that kind of were very hands-on mm. as far as like interaction and, mm-hmm. and helping out and like like be, being really nice about it. But I never understood the fact that my work is being judged. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, if I do a piece that's very minimalistic mm-hmm. and you give that to a, I don't know, a realism yeah, yeah, yeah. individual or, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, their preference mm. in the space they work in is highly going to affect how they perceive this piece of work. For sure. So, yeah. like, and, and it, it kind of links with what I was saying to you about how um, being at a, a careers event, talking with the careers guide, <laughs> counsellor, and he, him discouraging me doing photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. really giving my mum more <laughs> more ammunition for why I shouldn't do that as Man, an A-level. Take no and, risks. Yeah, it's like, it's... <laughs> It's so wild that everyone sees it. For, well, most people don't realize how much, how much of it is subjective, mm-hmm. and, and like the perception of it. We're talking about mumble rap. We're talking yeah, about yeah. all these things that, like, it's just how you choose to interpret it. Sure. I might make a piece of work that is like all about the f- philosophy, mm-hmm. and 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 someone might see it, and all they see is just abstract nature. All yeah. they see is just. Uh, a building where yeah, it's, but that's dope um, you gotta yeah. you gotta let them you gotta let them have their interpretation mm. so like for, for me initially i struggled with that at the start 
mm. like trying to f- like damn I might put all the work into this, but mm. someone uh, yeah. might just completely <laughs> <laughs> go yeah. over the head, or uh-huh. they might completely flip the script and yeah, see it yeah. some other way. Yeah, yeah. Has that posed a um, a threat to the way you work? I mean, not so much a threat to the way I work, but a threat to the way I see my work for sure. Okay. And subsequently, a threat to the way I see myself. Mm. Um, I, I. As much as I'd like to say that a lot of comments made about my work are like water off a duck's back, some of them really <laughs> do stick with me. Um, but I love that, and yeah. and and um, you know, I wish everyone was was a lot more brutal and honest about what. When presented with a painting, it's like a very difficult social contract. <laughs> like, oh, I'm gonna like it's nice, but this or that. Yeah. Um, or or what I hear most of the time is. Um, Oh, I don't know anything about art. I couldn't possibly say anything about yeah. this. But it, it's exactly those types of people whose yeah. insight I'd most treasure. Yeah. Because um, it's like a total fresh yeah. pair of eyes. There's mm. a newborn baby. Um, and someone that's like totally trained up in like an academic understanding of art is going to be looking at it through like a pre-prescribed lens. Of, yeah. yeah, like you say, the education system, like there's certain things that are um, regarded as better or worse, yeah. which in many ways doesn't make sense because... Mm. You are like ruling everything against um, against art history. You 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 forever the, um, the the victim of the tyranny of yeah those that came before you. Yeah. At the same time, though, to play devil's advocate, I mean, there are um, there are quantifiable um, pillars of creativity okay. yeah. that I feel can be observed okay. in somebody's work. Yeah. I mean, you can take a total novice and like let them do whatever the hell they want and there's there's themselves in their work. Um yeah. and it's and it's beautiful because it's an expression of Yeah, exactly. A, a human being has has done something mm. and there's been a result. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> um but as far as like there are, I feel like there are um little telltale signs in in the work that someone's racked up the mileage. Mm. Whether it's like Cy Twombly doing, you know, huge scribbles, yeah. um, monochrome scribbles. Uh, you know, they say anyone could do that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't want to sound pretentious, but there is like an air to, 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 to that kind of mark making, that, yeah. that confidence to take like a huge brush and a huge canvas and just just kill the thing <laughs> just like absolutely destroy the thing um with total abandon and like total com- uh, confidence um I-, I feel like you can't just just s- step out and do that as like yeah. as a complete um novice or outsider mm. but yeah there's there's still there's still merit to, to just about anything that anyone does and but then conversely again just flipping back and forth here um you know a lot of the best work, really groundbreaking, revolutionary stuff, yeah. was always hated by the True. by the status quo and the establishment <laughs> at first. So, so if you're grading against, um, like, in, in a in an academic environment, yeah. if you, if you if you're grading somebody's work with like an A, B, or a C or what have you, um, that's only like it's being graded retrospectively against everything that's come before it. Yeah. Um, it, there's no scope for it being... Going beyond that and yeah, surpassing that Yeah, paving box. a new path. Yeah. yeah, precisely. 
So it's it's a total glass mm. ceiling, and and you are sort of only working backwards in those kind yeah. of environments. I think. Yeah, that's really sick. But even then, you mentioned about like the the kind of like negative effects. Well, at some point at the beginning of your response, you mm. mentioned about like the negative effects of that. Um, mm. but in your journey, what have have like the standout points or, or standout negative points been as far as like things that could have stood in the way of you getting to this point that you are or things that could have stunted your growth at the time that, that you right. were aware of? Do you mean like, yeah, like worrying about um, other people's opinions yeah. and, um, and the interpretation of my work? Yeah, I mean, I've been... I've been so focused on the technical aspect of what I do mm. for 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 basically my entire time in the studio. Yeah. Um it was very much about nerding out, learning about the process, like watching all these YouTube videos, learning to paint. And then it's almost as though the imagery the images have come secondary to that. Okay. So that I think has left me open and quite vulnerable in a way because I'm not yeah. necessarily paying attention to what I'm putting out. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking more about, oh, if I mix this type of oil with this type yeah. of paint and then apply it in this kind of way on this surface, yeah. it's going to make this crazy effect or yeah. it's going to be like that. Or just having like weird stoned ideas of like, oh, I'm going to apply it like mm -hmm. this or that or whatever, yeah. limiting myself or not. Um, and then it's only when I kind of step back and like have an exhibition yeah. and it's only when it's all finally hung and I'm there yeah. and then people start coming in I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I can see stuff now that I didn't yeah. even realize I was saying. Um, and, and, and people, and then people, I feel kind of, I mean, maybe it's because it's bleeding the obvious what's there and people are picking up at that on face value. Yeah. But to me, it's it's news. Mm. Um, you know, uh, and I did, I did struggle a little bit with, um, you know, we're saying about how you, your individual um, personality, your soul is yeah. um is, is what comes through whether you're trained or not yeah. um and since i wasn't paying attention to that that's what i feel like was 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 being exposed yeah and you know i you know i'm mid-20s male in in this modern society under all the pressures that every other like mid-20s male in this society is going through yeah. so there's stuff in myself that i didn't necessarily feel like i had in check like um yeah. You know, I wasn't a uh, fully realized, you know, Nirvana reaching enlightened individual. Yeah. Um, so, so I felt like a lot of that was kind of bleeding through a lot of my my woes and worries and and, mm. and this and that. And I, I didn't want to make like art about you know uh, my own. Um, tra tra I don't want to say tragedies to yeah. be dramatic, but like yeah, just I suppose you'd say your darker side. Yeah. Um, comes through, but. Hmm. That's that's all part of of um, of expression. You know, yeah. you have to be willing to be vulnerable. 100%. Um, so that can be scary at times. And yeah. Um, but yeah, you just got to be hundred percent down for the ride, totally yeah. committed, and what will come of it will come of it. Hmm. You know, you can't you can't bend and force um, the output. The few times that I have been so worried about what other people think of my yeah. work that I try and uh, steer it a certain way. 
it almost just goes totally tits up and just Bro, makes it the most ugliest shit you've ever seen, oh you know? Gosh. I'm like, no, I want to paint happy, happy, happy. And then it's like, it's whoa. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, those are the mutant babies for sure. The studio's seen its fair share of mutant babies. Hmm. Like the laboratory uh, yeah, experiment's literally. gone wrong. Test tube shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's so mad. And even, even with that, you were saying about how like, sometimes you don't notice certain things about your work till you mm. present it in front of people. Mm. And that part blows my mind <laughs> every time. Because yeah, na nowadays, um, my mom, so she's a lecturer, mm -hmm. and she's had all this experience with like, um, just like presenting stuff. Yeah, what did she um, so, lecture so, about? Um, so initially she, she used to lecture in business management. She's nice. She's going to go back into that by the moment. She's in a doctorate at Bath right. Uni. So for the most part, she has a lot of experience in these fields. And so one yeah. thing she used to say to us when we were younger, and even till today, she's always banging on about it, is like, show people your work. Let people give you feedback on mm, it. Mm. And, f and for me, a, a huge problem with that was I was always scared to show her my work. Right. Because someone being a lot more academic... Yeah. Then, like people would say, artistic. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of things I would have done intentionally she for missed. artistic purposes, yeah. she would see as flaws. Yeah. Okay. So it was always like an insecurity thing for me, as well as kind of like a vulnerability thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna I don't get want, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, don't sure. want to have to sure. explain this to you. Sure. Um, like if you get it, great. If you don't, like let let's let it lie. Mm -hmm. Um, but then after a while, I started noticing that more. I feel like I'm more vulnerable with music than I am with a lot of other things. Right. Um, where I would create a piece of music and I'll call my sister in. And nowadays, I almost do that just because I know, as soon as I know she's listening, mm. all of a sudden, I'm hearing this music oh, yeah. in a slightly different way. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. as soon as she listens to shoes. it, right after I've made it, yeah. that that like already gives shows me things that I don't like about Before it. Before you've even got and her response. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and once she's done, she goes out and I'm like, all right, let's go back to the drawing board and start fixing up this stuff. Uh -huh. And obviously she gives some input on it yeah, um, yeah. that's very useful. And again, I'll be in the car with some of my mates uh -huh. and I would throw on a piece of music that I'm like, okay, maybe I've made this and it sounds like it fits into a, a vibey club scene type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I play it and I judge the energy and I'm like, this really does not fit into a vibey clubby energy. Right. It's more of a kind of like a, a, totally a, a, the a derivative off of that. Yeah, it's like yeah. kind of like using the club scene as a baseline skeleton. Right. But then like just really messing about with that okay. and just like going crazy. Exactly. Into, yeah, on, yeah. on a crazy tangent, usually <laughs> ends up being very almost the opposite of what you're saying where it's I, I'm almost diving more into the darker side of myself or, mm, or nice. experiences Fuck yeah. Yeah. and it's initially I was so so scared of being seen as that depressing kid yeah right Um, but then I was like man like I want to talk about that stuff and People I can remember need to hear it man, too. 100% and, yeah. and to some degree that's um a side of our human experience that's like relatable mm -hmm. like we've all we all go through pain we experience yep. pain in different like magnitudes mm -hmm. but we could all agree that there's a lot of shit going on in the world and there's yep. a lot of shit people are going through mm -hmm. um but but like putting that out is um slight tangent off of that but like uh i can't remember who it was that said it but 
vulnerability is the um vulnerability builds relationship mm. and the idea that if you're vulnerable with someone mm. someone <laughs> identifying that you've let them see kind of the ugliest or the yeah, the, the yeah, s- yeah. scariest the most exposed side of you makes them more comfortable to yeah. be vulnerable you're lowering the bar yeah, of like it's, it's, of it's like i've given you the opportunity or yeah, the ability yeah, yeah. to hurt me with this information yeah, yeah, for sure and so now i trust i'm trusting you yeah. and now that makes it easier for you to trust me yeah yeah and let the walls down and yeah, it, yeah. exactly and mm-hmm. and doing that through art for me has been really interesting because there's so many conversations even off of the last project i dropped but even with the last project i had a weird moment um at the end of last month where I played one of the songs. I used to, I do this because like one, I'm starting to enjoy my music, (laughs) but also I'm trying to like see if there's stuff because with me, I don't write. I record straight in. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll write, I'll write the lyrics down. I'm like, this doesn't really make sense. I'll sketch this part and redo that. But, um, so a lot of times there are things that show up in my music that were not intended Oh wow! And then it's I listen. So, yeah, um, it's it's so off of the emotion I'm getting with, yeah. with the yeah, yeah. with the music um, background sound. So I'm listening to it. and I'm like, I wonder if there's anything that subconsciously was trying to make its way out uh-huh, uh-huh. that I didn't notice. And a lot of times I noticed that, and I was like, Yo, this is crazy. But this time uh, last month, I noticed that there was, for the first time, I saw my music through a completely different pair of ears or experience right where i listened to a song so this last project was made about songs that are about loss mm-hmm. so all the tracks i wrote were about loss within the space of love right and i listened to this one track and i saw it through the eyes of someone who lost a spouse in a car crash you reinterpreted your argument, own my own song. work what for the, the first time Damn. and i'm like Oh my gosh, <laughs> what the frick? In that moment, like, I got kind of a glimpse of what people might experience in terms of, like, yeah. listening to a song that I've written yeah, yeah, yeah. and you feel more pain off of this song yeah, yeah, than yeah. I did when I wrote it. Crikey. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. No wonder people could, like, listen to something that is seem- seemingly just feel-good music yeah, yeah, yeah. and it really has an impact because yeah, yeah, totally their experiences right. are, like, paralleled mm-hmm. or, or they find those parallels in the music yeah man and i've now set up on a journey to create like uh, a, a visual project based off of trying to see the songs from a different perspective Yo, from what they were written so and like again i've slightly gone off on that tangent but it's like damn yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i didn't know that was possible to begin with I if was- i hadn't been vulnerable i wouldn't have experienced that or yeah yeah yeah. Who knows if yeah, I yeah yeah and was but, that with one of like the tracks that you made like free like freestyle and like free flowing yeah yeah just making up so that's interesting so i kind of feel like that ties into what we were talking about earlier um whereby Hmm. there's like a creative wellspring and you're just the conduit for whatever um art can flow through you yeah um and there i feel like there are a few practices that can we're being uh intruded um yeah yeah Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. The Big light shout bulbs. Out to Mike. <laughs> Lord of the Manor. Hey. Keeps the, keeps the lights on. Gang, gang. Um, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> it's new bulbs. Although we, we're actually pretty good for bulbs at the moment. I don't know why he just bought those over, but um, cheers. Better safety. Cheers to him. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so, what was I saying? Yeah, um, 
you become like uh, just a vessel yeah. for, for, for inspiration, for the muse or, or whatever to flow yeah. through you. And you kind of like release ownership of your work. Yeah. Um, you say like, I'm not the one here pushing all the buttons. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You train mm. yourself in whatever your craft is and then just kind of let it just flow through there like water. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose that's, that's really what you're doing there with the, um, with, without, with not writing everything. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've very consciously been trying to uh, integrate that into my practice as well mm. by, you know, painting with with no uh, base layers and, and like no or very little drawing. Yeah. So it's just totally like off the cuff. I have like a, um, a reference image. I know what yeah. I'm going to paint objectively, yeah. but the execution is completely spontaneous. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, I'd only like to find more and more ways to um, to enable that kind of approach. I feel like even saying that now, I'm, I'm limiting myself with painting what like um, with knowing what I'm going to paint. Yeah. If I could, um, I suppose the equivalent would be to just be like pick up a brush and go and see yeah. what comes out, and then people will be able to interpret it however they want. But um, yeah, I feel like when when you do that, that's when people can really sort of respond to it and 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 take whatever yeah. whatever it was that's flowing through you it's it's it becomes crystal clear yeah you only muddy the thing up you only confuse right. things once you start thinking about it and trying to control yeah control this or that mm. that's really good mm. wow man it's <laughs> that's the crazy part about like all of this, like this creative business, and that that's one of the things that excites me because I'm a very spontaneous person. Mm. So I love spontaneity. Mm. I like, I don't like too much structure. A yeah. part of myself was very anti-establishment, anti-rules, anti-all that stuff because it just felt like I wasn't doing this. Mm. Like, like this is, this is exactly, yeah. this, this is not me choosing to. Mm. And, um, mm. and, and that's, slight tangent off of that but um when it came to rules and stuff one thing i didn't like was i didn't like people telling me to obey rules when they didn't explain why yeah it's just there yeah it's it's like why just just because it's Mm -hmm. like no tell me why Mm -hmm. because now i want to know that if i break the rules i'm doing it intentionally (laughs) yeah right like i don't want it to be like oh i didn't know well i I think that makes sense. Uh, I didn't know this was under there. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, why is this? Yeah, yeah, there yeah. might be stuff you missed out there. For sure. Um, and I want to know that when I choose to do stuff the right way, mm-hmm. that's a choice. Yeah. Um, and yep. it's really interesting because I was uh, listening to a podcast uh, and they were talking about, no, it wasn't a podcast. It was Jordan Peterson. Right. And he was talking about the idea that like most people aren't good people. And I was like, yo, that's that's really interesting. He was like, the reason why you can't say you're a good person for the most part is you can't be a good person if you haven't been given the opportunity to be a bad person. Right. So like a lot of people are just good people because oh, they sure. haven't been given the... Yeah, you need you need yeah, to make the right the option. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, like sure. you have to be faced with, uh, do I do the right thing? Do I do the wrong thing? And mm-hmm. choose the right every time mm-hmm. to be seen, to, to, to like objectively be 
a good person. Sure. Like if if, yeah, if yeah. that's how it works, you yeah, can't yeah. be like most people are mistaken as good people by default. So, yeah. yeah, it's sure. like yeah. you have you haven't been put in a situation where you had you were chose uh, stuck between killing someone yeah, yeah. and 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 going the highway. Yeah, yeah. So, sure, so you can't say that for sure you wouldn't do that. And yeah, you haven't it tested blew, yourself. Yeah, and yeah. It, it blew my mind because I was like, I want. I want to know who I am through this process. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was the um, motivation at the time, mm-hmm. but nowadays when I look back, I'm like, yes, I want every interaction I have to to play a role in me getting to know myself. Yeah, like that's it. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to know that, okay, if I'm doing this, this mm-hmm. is why. Mm-hmm. And obviously within the, the art space, there there's room for um, for unintentional stuff because yeah. I'm, I'm sure you, Chaos. you 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 experience that where you like make a really dope mistake that yeah that makes <laughs> make you seem like a better artist than you are. and no. god knows i'm sorry to all the artists that i'm exposing right now uh, but a lot of us are bullshit oh, like yeah. <laughs> although <What>? there there <laughs> although there are a lot of us that like are intentional with it and even the smart ones mm. um we would like to believe we're a smart artist. Yeah, um, you, you get there by making yeah, mistakes. Yeah, like, it's 100%. not totally, uh, you can't give yourself all the credit. Exactly. God, no. And we're talking about, you know, <sighs> being subject to a creative force and yeah. like being a servant to the thing. Well, you then can't be fully you can't have any credit. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. know? You're not doing any of so, it. Just... So, for, for the most part, like you were saying in the car, you're just a vessel, mm. like you're a medium to get in this, this idea from here yeah. to here. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and that's really important. And, to be fair, I do find it really funny when I see, like, especially on, like, articles or on, like, videos when um, an artist has been interviewed about a specific work and they're yeah. like, I chose this guy. Yo, and, and I'm, I'm just, just sitting yeah, there like, yeah, smashed, you know, we yeah, yeah. all know that was a, like, a slight mistake. Yeah. It's like, yeah. why did that anomaly appear? Mm-hmm. Was that intentional? Mm-hmm. Some people, it was intentional. Mm-hmm. And some, a lot of times you could tell, but... And ideas, <laughs> man, like, you know... <laughs> Sure, if you if you yeah. fabricated like a, an idea entirely yeah. in your own mind yeah. that nobody's ever done before, and it's the great groundbreaking new yeah. thing, you know we don't know where ideas come from. Is yeah. it the result of your circumstance and environment yeah. growing up, all like bubbling and like crystallizing yeah. into this thing that you can call your own, or is it you know sort of being beamed down to you from fucking the right. the great uh, you know cosmic consciousness that permeates mm. all things. We don't really What I know. call God. I'm <laughs> 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 oh, dead. Um, yeah, yeah I it's, mean... It's so crazy. Because a lot of my my favorite pieces of mine mm-hmm. were birthed from mistakes. Yeah. It was a case of like... Um, like, even with this new project, um, I started working on... It wasn't meant to be a project to begin with. Mm-hmm. I started working on the first song. And it was the first song I had ever been able to create that felt like it. Everything I had in my mind was almost perfectly yep, translated in, translated yeah, 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 yeah. Into, into reality. That's a and hell of a feeling, really, man. Man, I've never felt that good about yeah, music. Dude. But the problem with that was I was going through a hard time emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. So that meant this is all my pain mm. and I could see it yeah, <laughs> or wow. rather hear it. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't think I've cried to a song as much as I have to that song. I was just yeah. bawling over this yeah, song. Yeah. And a part of me then decided to try and dissect why this sound specifically came across to me. So difficult to back engineer those things. And and for the most part, I couldn't come to a a specific, like, um, 
a reason or mm -hmm. a formula. F f yeah, yeah. Ex exactly. Yeah. But what I noticed was a lot of the things I did on this pro project were one, I stopped, I cared less about um, the rules. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a song there that's like, if I remember correctly, like five minutes long. Like technically, based on these now, like the rules nowadays, like you don't yep. want a song longer than like two minutes forty five sure. yeah, because yeah. people's attention spans. Uh -huh. I was like, okay, I feel like singing this over and over again, so I will. Yeah. And oh, oh, well, I feel well, like cutting this short at one minute, mm -hmm. so I will. Mm -hmm. Um, although I was still fairly like strict about, oh, this is a bit too short. Surely I want this and and stuff like that. But I felt like a part of me was breaking through yeah. all of that. You're going off your intuition. Again, minimalism is my thing. I love minimalism. Mm -hmm. And like, in graphic design, I fell in love with like the constructive of the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Yo, this, this speaks to everything I am. Nice. And it makes sense that, that they're getting rid of everything that does not con contribute uh -huh, uh -huh. to make sure they leave the natural form yeah, that yeah. play a part in it and try and make something out of this. And so I decided to strip everything off of it. I was actually listening to um, I was listening to. Have you you've heard of Billie Eilish? Yeah, Billie Eilish. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's super sick. But I was listening to. Is it somewhere? I can't remember what the name of the song is. I'm not that much of a fan of her. Sure. Like I'm a fan, but I'm not a fan. You appreciate like, her exactly. Yeah. I appreciate her work. Yeah. But um, the the song that is like it's a painting. That's the album cover. I yeah, but anyway, sure. <laughs> I was listening to it and I was like, what about this song hits me when I listen to it? Mm. And obviously the word, half of the time I wasn't listening to the, intentionally listening to the words, yeah. but that played a part. Yeah. But mainly, I then started dissecting the beat and I was like, yo, this is made up of three instruments. Right. Like, that's unusual for the production style. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I would have thought there's like so many glossy, other... high-end, exactly. like, yeah, professional strip. And And so, I, with this project, I was like, that's a similar experience. And so, mm -hmm. I started taking that minimalistic approach. And I was like, I don't want to use any more than three instruments. And yep. if, if possible, two. Yep. And then the first track I made ended up being two. And it blew my mind. Why? Mm. Because the only two instruments I used were a snare and a conga. Nice. And I was like, I didn't know I could manipulate just two instruments yeah, yeah, to yeah. create something like this. With that, depth and feeling yeah. and all of that. Yeah, and sure. like, um, it's easy to like fool yourself that that like all you need to do is stack a bunch of stuff to make uh, something uh -huh. feel grand. And yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, you need layers, but sometimes like you could achieve that with a different approach. Mm -hmm. but, that's what you yeah. do with it for sure. And that's like the whole idea that, um, you know, Total total freedom is is petrifying. You yeah. Know, if you've got all of the equipment in the world, all of the time to do it, all of the materials. Yeah. Um, you just run out of you run completely dry on ideas, and then the work is overcooked anyway. Even yeah. if you have something. Um, yeah, I'm a big believer in sort of like putting the blinders on in some respect and like narrowing your yeah. approach, mm. strip it right back to um to the bare essentials. Like with with my painting process yeah. at the moment. Um, I was studying a lot of like what the um, like plein air painters would do. Like the guys yeah. go outdoors and they've got all their kit and they paint like the landscape. That to me was the um, most concise way of learning to paint what's in front of you, yeah. studying the color of the thing, um, and just being able to like really um, equip yourself with the skill of seeing or experiencing something and yeah. putting it down on the surface. Yeah. Um, but once I kind of felt like I'd gotten 
a rudimentary understanding of that process was yeah. was when I was like, okay, bit by bit, I started yeah. taking things out, um, like staining staining the canvas to give it like a warm or a cool feel. Yeah, takes too too much time. Get rid of it. <laughs> Again, it comes down to me just being impatient a little bit. Yeah. But um, and then you know you'd do like an underdrawing and an underpainting until eventually what I ended up with was um, you get your blank canvas and you you pick up a brush and then you just go yeah. you just whack on the final layer like straight in um and yeah that to me it feels like the the closest expression to like what what i feel like i want to deliver yeah. into the world um mm. so yeah you've got to figure out what exactly resonates with you and and just bin everything else mate i, I relate so much with that like lack of patience mm. like even, even with my music yeah all of the stuff i've dropped and the stuff i'm gonna drop nothing has taken me longer than uh four hours to create wow nice and like yeah. and most most of them were uh between two and three and a half hours wow of like creating because a part of me feels like i like streams mm -hmm. i don't like repetition mm -hmm. so especially in the space where like i'm not writing it means that I forget stuff very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with, yeah. like, if I'm in the space of, like, being really creative, it's like, you sing something and you're like, ah, that doesn't really work. Mm -hmm. Now you forgot the line. It's like, sometimes I like my first take. Yeah, And I'm yeah, like, yeah. this has a different feel to me writing it down and now reading it. 100%. It's like, it just doesn't feel the it same. It comes out, like, without yeah. any... Um, you're not contriving the thing. Yeah. You're not like pre-designing yeah. it in your it's head. Like it's trying to replicate something yeah. as opposed to like being the actual thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, as close to the source as possible. Exactly. Yeah. With, with, it's annoying to me because I'm like, oh, I really want my stuff really polished. I don't feel like I'm the best singer in the world. Mm. So I can't deliver the vocal mm. things as well as I would quite like to. Yeah. Do but 400 like, takes and but then the I'm, I've, I've made songs where I feel like, okay, I've done it multiple times. Production-wise, it seems like this is this is freaking radio quality. Mm -hmm. This is like high-end. Yeah. And I compare it with some of the more rustic stuff I do, and I'm like, I would pick this any day. Yeah, I did. So it's like, yeah. I guess time-wise, it feels like a quality of a quantity type thing. Where I'm yeah. like, with the time I've spent with this, I feel like I've got better quality as opposed to... Like well, I mean quality more in the content mm -hmm. as opposed to mm -hmm. the um the, the production. polished or, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The and, perceived and like quality yeah sure sure yeah sure. but it's 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 really wild man it is it's, it's a bitch to learn and to master it <laughs> like I mean come on we're miles off that for sure but it's it again that that's one thing about art that is exciting mm. is the fact that you're constantly learning mm. you never reach I guess that's the same about life but you never yep. reach a point where you're like. Well, I guess in your mind, sometimes you feel like, yeah, we figured it out. But then you yeah. very quickly get reminded that <laughs> you don't know yeah. the half of it. I think you, I think you do. Hmm. But but the minute you get there, yeah, you die. <laughs> you know, it's like you're done. <laughs> That's you're a mad thought, but it's well really done. true. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, you, you finished. You, you crossed the finish line. Nothing else to offer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the hmm. the day I've I've um I've totally mastered the 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 art of painting and uh an expression mm. you know even if i wasn't to just drop dead at that yeah. moment like what else would i have to offer beyond that offer cheat codes to the young ones yeah right <laughs> <laughs> well yeah right, now nah, you gotta get dragged through the mud like i was for sure <laughs> yeah. but i mean if everyone is just a win and yeah. um and you've got it so dialed that yeah i don't know yeah. there's there's 
so little to offer in, in perfection. Like, yeah, all the way it doesn't through. exist, man. Nah. Um, yeah, I was <laughs> I was talking to people about, nah, we were actually joking about it, but that whole thing about, like, perfection, because mm. I've always found myself in a space of a jack of all trades, master mm. of none. Mm. And, like, I guess in that specific phrase, the phrase master is kind of taken more from a perfection point of view of like you're really good at this that you're you're like up there and i guess people specialize people become masters in this stuff like that yeah but that held me back so much because i was like oh there's something wrong with me i can't figure this out yeah yeah. and perfection was always something i strived for and i got to a point where i was like perfection doesn't exist for starters i got open to the idea that um our perception of the world and everything is flawed mm-hmm. because our eyes could only see so much light yep. our ears could only hear yep. so many so many yeah. frequencies uh-huh. so it's like our experience of this world is already limited Filters, to our yeah. faculties yeah, yeah. so we're already not able to make perfect because mm-hmm. we wouldn't know what that is mm-hmm. even if we saw it miles off yeah so it was like perfection doesn't exist yeah. so yeah. now i was essentially ch- um essentially judging myself by a standard that technically didn't exist. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that for me was a breaking point because mm. after a while, I was like, screw this, I don't want to do this. Mm. Why am I creating graphic design when I would finish a piece and I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, and there's always something that you can find. Yeah. You know, anything in this material world yeah. is fractal. So you yeah. can break it down and break it down and break it down and you'll find something Some, on the atomic <laughs> scale <laughs> that's off. off. And yeah, you can yeah. never quite get it. And it, it, it reminded me, well, that's where I learned to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Um, because an art piece is never done till you decide to s- drop the brush. Mm-hmm. Like, you could keep adding stuff to it to improve it you can keep doing stuff but like a poem's never over till the writer decides it Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. so so um, you're you're bracketing it yeah you're like you're you're quantifying it you're saying like it starts and finishes here just as our um just as our awareness does like you know the light spectrum we can see it starts finishes here yeah it's bracketed so it's like yeah nothing can be everything exactly you'd accidentally like paint a an alternate universe and it would spring into life if you were to you know get all of it (laughs) Um, so mm. yeah, definitely embrace and accept the fact that everything's just a sliver yeah. of like the bigger picture. Mm. Um, and you know, your whole, your whole body of work is your whole body of work. And even that is just the beginning and end of a life. It's, yeah. it's finite. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, it's a part, it's, it, it in itself becomes a part of the grand scheme and, yeah. and, and that's the best you can hope for. Mm. That's good. Yeah. A, a part of me feels like. Yeah, we, we could we could chat for forever. Yeah, dude. For, for all this stuff. But like, um, Danger. M- more on the side of, like, the next generation of people. Like, I'm always so uh, invested in, like, giving information to them that I didn't know when I started. Because mm. um, there's that, f- um, there's, like, a quote. What's it called? Like, an adage. Um, where they used to talk about the idea that no one is standing on there and that usually you're, mm. you're standing on the shoulders of like the people that came before sure. you. So yeah. that you, you haven't achieved everything on your own. Absolutely. And learning that made me so much appreciative for the people who gave me that little bit of advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, I'm always about sharing my information with people because I mm. guess we're all in this journey together. Yeah, it is. So, and, and what we were saying earlier about like 
an army of creatives. It's yeah, like, we're all aiming for the same thing. Mm. So mm. it's it's of no value to us to keep that information from ourselves. No. If anything, it's more value all being on the same page and running with that same um, yeah, energy yeah, yeah. towards it. So what that's leading to is me asking, is there, what in your experience have you, or or in your time as an artist at the moment, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's probably a lot, but keep going as much as you want, mm-hmm. but what have you learned that you wish you knew before you started? Mm. Crikey. I mean, it's so, like you say, it's... um. It's it's bit by bit. It's all these little pips of yeah. nuggets of information, you know, yeah. and then and you take what you want and you're and you're and you're squirreling them away and yeah. slowly building upon like your own idea of what you <laughs> believe is true. Um, yeah. And you know, I like to try and draw from, you know, a real wide cornucopia of um, of influential figures in my life. Okay. Like I I I. I guess I pride myself on um, on searching in. Perhaps uh, what would be considered some quite unorthodox or just flat out lame um, yeah. places. Like I want to, I want to hear from from the most arbitrary and random pop stars, yeah. and you know, really naff painters, and just basically anyone, and just try and have a bit of compassion and realize that, like, if anyone's in a position where you're coming across something they have to say, unless it's, you know, in person, in which case it could be any idiot, but even so, mm-hmm. there's always some 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 little little nugget of truth, yeah. um, even if it's in a contradiction of an idea that they're expressing. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I listen to a lot of interviews with uh, musicians and I try to cross-reference what they're saying against yeah. what I do. It's so good. But I'd say some of the the most impactful, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. It's a salad. It's a whole big yeah. mixed bag of, um, you know, from 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 the entrepreneurs and and the and the businessmen. I'm yeah. getting stuff about um, persistence and tenacity. But that comes from the painters too, because you know yeah. you really need to push and push and push. Um, from the philosophers, uh, be they like. You know, mid-century, like Jung and Aldous Huxley, Terence McKenna, those guys, they're talking about getting your inner self in alignment in order to, like, let the the work come uh, secondary to that. Um, So, yeah, you just, I guess, make building blocks out of all these different, like, um, people who have been through the trenches and they've done the whole thing. But I don't think anything particularly comes to mind. How how about from your own like walk? Like, is sure. there, are there things you learned from like, for instance, uh, a mistake? Well, mm-hmm. what are mistakes? Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. a, a, a step you took that you look back in your life, hmm, I probably wouldn't have taken it that way if, in hindsight. I mean, it, it may have got me somewhere a little faster, but I mean, you know, I am where I am, and. Mm. I don't think I'll necessarily change anything. Yeah. Um, don't try. It's probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. Don't try and fabricate and control and you know manipulate your own output, your own path, or just about anything into some kind of like predetermined outcome you have in your head. 
Um, sure, like, and but it's a funny one because you can. What I do is I yeah. tr is is quite spontaneous, but that that's not to say that you couldn't plan a painting outright and all these yeah. details and this and that. But even if you're doing um, peripheral drawings and yeah. sketches and plans and all this and that, it's something about the delivery. Don't yeah. don't force it. Yeah. Just let it just yeah, just just take flow. the heat off. Yeah, mm. for sure. Um, which is something that we that we've covered a fair bit here. Yeah. Um, and go all out and mm. save absolutely nothing for the swim back. That's something mm. I got from um, David Cho. So that kind of like answers what you're asking about what 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 little tidbits I've got. He's one um, who, you know, he attacked life fully and wholeheartedly um, and just completely cautioned to the mm. wind, you know, fuck the consequences. Whatever happens, I'm down for it. Yeah. Um, and that, I feel, is something that has really served me because, you know, when I was... Um, 15 or 16, whatever, and I was saying, I was watching that Basquiat documentary yeah. and thought, yo, I'd, I'd, I'd be down for that. I'd like to do that. Yeah. I remember weighing up the consequences and it's like, okay, so um, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. And I kind of decided, well, if it all goes absolutely um, down the drain, I can just hitchhike, swim, <laughs> smuggle myself down south France, <laughs> somewhere nice, yeah. um, and just just sunbathe and hang out on the beach and, right. and, and whatever, like, just be homeless. Yeah. Um, you know, fortunately, I'm, you know, a healthy, able-bodied young yeah. man, so, like, maybe I'm in a better position to do that than some others. Yeah. But that, for me, is is, is worst-case scenario. Yeah. So, so why not f absolutely just go for it yeah. and save nothing for that swim back? Just, just um, mm. yeah, balls to the wall, total commitment, no matter what. Mm. And if anything, it, I feel that's the one thing that's allowed things to fall into place for yeah. me. Because you went. the opportunities that mm. I've been given don't necessarily get given to those who are thinking about their plan B and only going mm. so so far yeah. in. You know, no one wants yeah. to deal with those kind of people. They want like you, like you're in it. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. And it's like, um, like even myself being a Christian. Like, mm -hmm. I learned that lesson more from the perspective of, like, <laughs> there's a verse in the Bible that talks about, like, how, like, you the works of your hand will be blessed. Mm. And it's like... It's faith. And if you don't work, yeah, you don't get your... <laughs> like, yeah, if yeah. there's nothing to work on, then there's nothing to bless mm -hmm. in that sense. And mm -hmm. it's like how um, different instances, the, the way it's, it's referred to, where it's like... Um, faith with faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. Like you can't hope for a good outcome, but yeah. not act towards it. Yeah, yeah, and and hundred percent, man, that's that's major respect for that. <laughs> um, and what what does your what does your future? Well, what does the future you envision for your work? Right, look like. Yeah, where do you want to take it? Gee, um. Without revealing my or my whole game plan yeah, and my trust, strategy, <laughs> gotta keep my cards. Too many blueprints. Woo. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so like I was saying, that the five years that I've been in the studio, I've yeah. treated as my own education, like learning how to execute and how to um, to get to the point where I've, I, I know enough about my materials and yeah. I know enough about the processes that that I can just make stuff 
freely without hesitation. Yeah. Um, now that I've become somewhat fluent yeah. in this visual language, yeah. I want to see what I can then talk about. Okay. Um, and without becoming like mm. too too contrived or too political about the whole thing. Yeah. So so now it's like okay, I can make. I can render just about anything yeah. on demand. Um, now let's start using that as a foundation for um, some weird experiments. Yeah. Um, I want I want to take my work into um, in, into a place where I want to start pulling apart the um, the common like perception of mm. what an image is. Yeah. And start and start, yeah, just the mumble rap of the yeah, or, yeah, man. I don't know, yeah, just stay in the lab and yeah. start, um, and just do some freaky experiments and yeah. see if I can come up with something that no one's ever seen before, I guess, mm. or 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 something that um might change the way you see the world, I guess, yeah, is a is a, is a goal for me. That's sick, and I usually put a, a little spin on it. And hmm. rather than where you want to take your work, where do you hope your work could take you? Or would could you? take me. Yeah. Shit. I mean, so long as I'm unrestricted, hmm. that's the most I could hope for. So, so you know, if I if I have a a mad idea with some some out of this world materials yeah um th that's on a big scale because it needs to be yeah. and we'll take a team to fucking put it together yeah that's the best that i could hope for to have total creative freedom yeah unlimited by um by my own resources i guess yeah that's dope dude <laughs> that's so sick man oh my gosh what has it been like an hour and a half i don't have a, a clue. man for a fact i yeah. know we were talk forever yeah no. hence why i'm like you know what screw it yeah it's been like, good they, they this is all they get now they have to follow our journey and yeah you and can't give too much away man. exactly <laughs> whether or not they want to keep up with it For sure. but yeah man i respect it um i appreciate you allowing us into your space my absolute pleasure and i say us because i'm hoping this could actually reach more people than, <laughs> than both of our networks yeah don't worry do. i'll be streaming um, it i'll get my mom on there three. she'll be there <laughs> we love to see it um yeah <laughs> and i'm looking forward to seeing more of the other stuff you're going to be working on thank you man because yeah so far it's looking yeah. freaking fire won't stop can't stop Fact, keep it going, keep it pushing. This is the energy, <laughs> straight clutch and accelerator yes, on this joint. But yeah, deuces. Sweet. Peace out, guys. Thank Gang. you. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know. We'd like for you to also consider following, subscribing, and sharing some of our content to other people. Catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>